0: Welcome to Season 4, Episode 14 of Four Seasons in a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons, and a fifth season that makes me feel in a similar way to when David and Charlie start talking about casual racism. Today, we're talking about Season 4, Episode 14 of Fringe, The End of All Things. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David.
1: Hi, I'm Charlie.
2: Hi, I'm David, and I'm Asian.
1: <laughs> Sorry, let me reintroduce myself. Hi, I'm Charlie, and I'm half Indian. <laughs> Nick, what, you don't have to qualify it as casual racism. Ninety percent of racism today is casual.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was trying to. Think, it, just, it, it just, it
0: just, it <laughs> just hurts. It just hurts even more because it's just like everyday things where you're like, yeah, no, this oh, just happens. You're like,
1: oh, this is actually an amazing segue that we didn't set up. Um, my girlfriend and I, we are looking at houses, and we were in an area, and the realtor was like, "There's a really cool antiquing spot nearby. It's like a three-story old factory." full of antiques and we're like oh cool we'll go take a look that sounds that sounds like fun and uh then i completely forgot the dangers of antiquing while not white ah. <laughs> and david may have an inkling of what i mean nick you might also know about what i mean um <laughs> damn it i can't share the file it's too big um <laughs> There's a lot of like racist like the one picture I have is one of those like uh plywood board it's shaped like a waiter and it holds a plate mm-hmm. except yeah. the waiter is black with giant red lips. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Those things. Oh no. <laughs> I love how Nick is like, "Oh, this is horrible." Dave was like, "Oh, fuck yeah."
0: Listen, I love hate is...
1: seeing those in the world. <laughs>
0: Listen, once again, this just relates back to what I mean about season five. It's just it's a lot of oh no and then sad, depressive so, moments. That's not even casual racism, because
1: that's
2: just overt racism.
0: That is just overt racism.
2: But like I think Nick was trying to bring up like the casual, like I think the term people use nowadays is microaggressions that you yeah. just yeah. Encounter throughout life. Which everyone mm-hmm. has them, but it's just like some some of them are more targeted.
0: <laughs> or like particularly egregious. Yeah.
1: Okay, there. I dug up our old guys-only group chat.
2: On the Facebook. The book face.
1: But yeah, there was uh, that. There was, for... There's a couple dolls that Ooh. we saw. And every time I saw them, I was like, "Ooh!" And my girlfriend's like, what? what? What's wrong? And I was like, that's what's wrong. She's like, I don't see. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and on one hand, I'm like, yeah, antiques. There's like historical relevance to them. Like oh, this this, yeah, does that's, that's <laughs> this does represent rough looking. This does represent like a time in Canada and America, and on the other hand, I'm like, you could just burn them. Like you could you could destroy these artifacts of the past, and I don't think many people would be upset about it.
2: I don't see the value in preserving that item specifically that you posted. Yes. Because it looks to be made yeah. out of cheap plywood and painted. Yeah, so like I don't, like- I don't
1: know why you're selling them. I don't know why you don't contact some historical society. And it's like, hey, is there any value in keeping this? Like, you could use it as like a teaching moment in some museum somewhere, or should we just burn it?
2: But even then, there are better examples of higher quality versions of those. Like, that's <laughs> honestly, that's why I don't see the value of keeping higher it. qual- like, uh, Not this even is, from a craftsmanship perspective.
1: This is there's no poorly made racism.
2: <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I only
0: accept high quality racism in <laughs> my world.
2: Was, if it was well made racism, then like historically, okay, there's some value here. This is just crap.
1: <laughs> someone Someone was prejudiced. And also very bad at their job.
2: (laughs) But honestly, I think, like, honestly, if it's a, like, high quality or high craftsmanship examples of clear racism do have historical significance. Because it's like, okay, society at that time valued this enough to put someone's skills in it. Yeah. And it was valued. All right. Oh, Oh, look, these dolls
1: cost $100 at the time, which converted equals, like, $15,000.
2: Yeah, like that is historically, so, we should hang on to that because holy shit, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, so in my mind, there are in
0: general there are two forms of like genuine sort of historical artifacts: the ones that you guys are talking about, which have historical significance or like time period significance, and then uh, family artifacts, so those that have been like passed down through the family, yeah. or, like generation, yes. like that. But and that's those sentimental those are both well. and sentimental. Like the the family one also goes to like sentimental. And those are the things where it's like, yes, that's fine to be keeping. But also, yeah, if you're if you're an antique store, it's not it's not family. It's not sentimental. Um, and it you are looking to profit value. off this, yeah. And it's very unlikely to hold historical value. We're not going to say it doesn't, but it's very very unlikely. I'm uh, saying
2: something <laughs> that looks like I could probably make it in an afternoon <laughs> has no historical value. <laughs> Hey David, you but don't David, know. Maybe you, Anne
1: Frank was like super racist. You could go and made down that. to the
2: local craft store, buy some plywood and some paint. I could crack that, crank that out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> David, you could be the greatest craftsman of our age, and you just don't know it yet.
2: I, I, I mean, exactly. don't try. You
1: you cut off the tip of your finger making dinner one day, but still, <laughs> I don't want to see you use a bandsaw. That that frightens me.
2: <laughs> uh, they offer. Uh, as part of they're, my they're, engineering they're... degree, I was given the chance to go into the machine room and do it. I didn't have to. None of my courses required me to, so I did not.
1: Oh, yeah. You had to take the... They were like, if you want to use this shop, you have to go through the safety stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But there were mech engineers in my team, so they were the ones who played <laughs> with the sheet metal and just designed shit.
1: Ooh. But yeah, that was that was our casual racism <laughs> <laughs> of
2: the weekend.
0: Yay.
1: I also no, I bought a me. horrifying squirrel mug that a member of my family will be receiving. Ooh, because beautiful. squirrels are our gag gift because my mom <laughs> absolutely hates them. And this this mug is again, I'll send a picture to our group chat. It it might be the most terrifying thing I've spent $10 on.
2: Don't you also hate squirrels?
1: Uh no, well after they One made a Charlie, Remember a remember that
2: baby
0: squirrel it shared your name.
1: That guy was Oh cool. no that was a that was, was a cool. chipmunk.
0: That was also. a chipmunk though I'm realizing again.
2: Chipmunk why uh, he
0: was fine. cool. I yeah
1: I would have liked the squirrels in my barbecue better had they not been there but they were fine they were cute we saw them learning how to really? explore the world it was squirrels. a learning chance.
2: Squirrels are just like rats without mm. rats with fluffier tails. It's exactly
1: my mom's opinion, which is why we bought a, squ- a squirrel lawn ornament for Mother's Day one year, and she's never forgiven us.
2: And I am fine with like rats kept as pets because those are nice domesticated animals. But I mean, like rats in the uh, wild, I'm not a fan. Of. I, I like I like how David I like how David had to go. Oh wait a second! Before Nick says anything,
1: but we were in my backyard one time with Nick and his girlfriend, and a giant fuck off rat scurried around the lawnmower it in the was corner. So cute. And Maggie was like, oh, my God, that's a big ass rat. And Nick went, "Ah, oh, cute. And we're like, no, not cute. It's wild Carries animal. diseases it's
2: like feral cats. Like, sure, cats are cute. Feral cats are still cute. But no, stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Bringers yes, of disease. Uh, yes,
0: I but am, also no. I am. I am very excited. Um. To to segue a little little off of this into uh, what I did this past week, I booked a I booked a plane plane uh, out or plane ticket out An to the entire uh, plane. Halif- yeah, the entire <laughs> plane. You wouldn't believe how cheap it is. Um, fucking COVID keeping everything really cheap. Um, <laughs> uh, out to out to Halifax, uh, to go see uh, my girlfriend because uh, they are out there right now. Uh, and I get to go and see all of their work and all of the cool animals and things, um, yes, which is going to be super there fun.
2: Right now, volunteering at like a wild uh, animal clinic, right? wildlife rehab center. Yeah. Yep. Um, you can see so that. I
0: get rehab to go center meet like Discovery a channel. pine martin and like some owls and other oh,
1: birds. Do you get to meet Clarence?
0: I I do. Um, <gasps> did did, I, did did they send the uh, did they send the uh, the yeah, the, gotta, other, the Clarence I, photo to you?
1: Yeah, I got a snap being like, this one's name is Clarence. I called Tibbs early. <laughs> and for context... <laughs> um, did you, did received... you check
0: the background of that photo by any chance, Charlie?
1: I did not. Oh, for here, let quick, me look. For quick context, uh, we received a photo of an owl that was rehabbed at this place that Nick's girlfriend is currently at. And I was like, that looks like a Clarence. And she's like, I agree. But other people at the center had already named him. So another owl came in. That owl's name is Clarence. So I named an owl. And I'm very happy about that fact.
2: Ooh, that's cool. All the owls look very cute, but terrifying. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, no,
1: don't worry, David.
0: This is, this is only going to help that claim that you just made.
1: Um... <laughs> oh, no, no, I do. I do re- remember seeing in the background all the fucking bisected mice. <laughs>
0: Don't worry, he's it's like, it's for David now too. Uh <laughs> oh like, shit. Yeah, there's headless mice. <laughs> oh
2: he's like He
0: he's he's got a little summoning circle behind him of They're sacrifices.
2: Like laid out in a fucking satanic star. <laughs> <Like>.
1: <laughs> With a mouse in half in the middle. And he's just like, ah, aren't I so cute and cuddly? Also, I'll rip your guts out if I feel so inclined.
2: Literally a five-pointed star.
1: <laughs> but then look at the other one where he's like, yeah, I'm being held.
2: I'm being held and I'll kill you.
1: <laughs> I always like and- Black cats, where it's like, I am terror. I am the knight. Um, but yeah, I received I received that photo, uh,
0: and I was like, oh wow, look, he's so cute, and look at that little demonic circle behind him, and, and uh, my girlfriend was like, oh shit, I sent that to other people. I was like, uh-oh.
2: Just corpses. <laughs> Listen, that's what nature is.
1: Hey, speaking uh. of corpses, the Fringe episode has corpses in it, I think.
2: Ooh. Wait, <laughs>
1: Let's find real. out by reading the TV guide. TV all
0: guide. right let's tv guide let me let me get that back up all right the oh tv God, guide Nick. for this episode <laughs> reads i was on i would uh, i was off of discord and doing other things tv tv guide reads a series of life-threatening events calls for extraordinary measures by peter and the rest of the fringe team this one's like the worst. Every this one's actually week. the worst
2: this could literally be any episode of fringe
1: <laughs> except for bound
2: it's no, there were life-threatening events in that and yep. Peter had to do stuff. <laughs> Peter and the
0: rest of the French team did do things. No, this this TV guide's actually the worst. Um, like zero out of ten. Uh Have we
2: found the worst TV guide so far?
0: So, yeah. alright. Here's here's what I'll give this. At the very least, this TV guide
1: isn't blatantly lying to us. No, but it's also describing like that's like, oh, a... today Nick is going to breathe oxygen and consume <laughs> food for calorie energy.
2: The like, only... yeah, you're, you're that's right. a
1: fucking given. The we only... know that.
2: The only one that I can think that was worse was, wasn't there a TV guide once where it's was just like, uh, an experiment from Walter's past causes Fringe Team to investigate something weird or some shit? Like,
1: Yeah, uh, uh, that, strange that events right. call for the Fringe Team to investigate. And they discover okay. more it's, strange things,
2: and it's connected well, to Walter's past as a scientist. It's like, yeah, so every Fringe episode ever again. Okay. Well,
0: there's there's also there's also been ones where they're like second line that is like trying to describe the B plot. They've like mixed up the B and C plots together to just make a
1: straight up
2: lie. Um, they've made up a C plot. Made up a B plot. Or they've made up, made up an entirely know, was... different plot.
1: There was one where it's like, oh, Peter helps the the Fringe team solve this case, and like Walter goes to Massive Dynamic. Even though Walter never set foot in Massive Dynamic that entire episode.
2: Peter did not help with the case. (laughs) Yeah, Peter wasn't
1: even involved in the fringe case. He was off doing his own shit on whiteboards. That was like five episodes ago.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's, I think that's the one that I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. I'm excited Anyways. to
2: see what season five TV guides are like. It's either, they're either going to be just as bad, or they're going to be beautiful, perfect representations of the episode, <laughs> is my guess. Hey, David,
0: think about how highly rated that season was. It has to be for something. It was probably the TV guides. <laughs> Did we, have we ever discussed
2: the actual like ratings?
0: Uh, we I have at think... points. Um, because we brought up in the past that Season 5 has a better, like, rating, um, than Season 1, for example.
1: Which huh. is objectively wrong.
0: Um, or we're objectively wrong.
1: No, uh, <laughs> no, we're never wrong.
0: I, I look forward to getting to Season 5 so we can discuss the merits of it, um, and, like, at least try and figure out why that that happened or david's gonna be like now nah, this is fantastic fuck you guys um, <laughs>
1: david may end up really liking
0: i i there is five. there is a so, world where david loves season five is I've all i'm pulled gonna up say
2: the rotten tomatoes ratings for the fringe seasons season one is 84 percent certified fresh um i season... mean that was
1: good tv for the time
2: season two is 81 so a little bit down Uh, Not Certified Fresh. I don't know where that Certified Fresh goes. But then I think Certified Fresh just means that the Rotten Tomatoes reviewed it as well.
1: Uh, Yeah. uh, No, I think it's enough actual, like, critics review it.
2: So Season 3 is 100%. Season 4 is 100%. Season 5 is 88 And that's critic ratings. And then audience score goes 76, 78, 78, 75. Seventy six. So really, not that poorly reviewed. Is the conceit of our show flawed, guys? Oh <laughs> um, <laughs> No,
0: Charlie and I both hate it. Uh.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and we'll
1: get to the reasons why. But I don't think Nick and I, when when we say season five is bad, it may not be a direct criticism of the writing, but as a part of the show, it's bad.
2: Either way, as long as it classifies as a funeral, that's fine. Then th- the name of our show isn't dumb. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the uh, name of our
1: show is amazing because I came up with it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, why don't we get right into the show then? Or this episode, at least. Yeah, so, yeah. Um,
1: Peter's fuck. busting into Olivia's apartment because he's like, she's been abducted. Yep. And Lincoln's like, oh yeah, the key's underneath the mat. And Peter's like, how do you know that? Have you, well, lincoln's have you been here. here before lincoln
2: lincoln's here as well which means that he and walter were not just knocked out by nina Sharp's robot arm at some <laughs> point yep, also um... means
1: uh orsi did not write this episode
2: because <laughs> lincoln's back <laughs> yeah. lincoln's around uh, so uh yeah they're looking around um they're basically uh, peter's going through all of olivia's shit and lincoln's like hey what the fuck are you doing And Peter's like, well, obviously, if they've been dosing her, they've been getting to her somehow when she's alone. So they need to know when she's alone. So they've definitely bugged or, like, done something to this apartment. There's definitely
0: stuff in this apartment.
2: Yeah. So they're looking around. Then Lincoln starts giving Peter a hard time for projecting his memories onto Olivia, even though I thought last episode we decided that that wasn't what was happening. Yeah, but all right. Uh, okay. Listen, well,
0: so they're back. They're back on that now because it's cortexafan and therefore she's being partly manipulated by, by cortexafan But then Peter's also doing a part of it as well because you know her mind is more easily swayed while she's on Cortexafan
2: Question uh, mark. It's just. It's just more victim blaming of Peter. It's just what this show is broken down into. (laughs) I really like the like,
0: but I like, I like how probably by the end of season four, we could have an entire episode just talking about the emotional abuse that Peter suffers throughout this show.
2: Undeservedly, like poor Peter. Unless we're gonna find out some huge revelation about Big Eddie and like Peter's actually killed him <laughs> and has taken over Big Eddie's criminal enterprise this entire time. Are you I don't still think assuming he Big
1: it. Eddie is going to be in this show at some point? Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Big Eddie will play a role in some way.
1: What if he doesn't?
2: Then, <laughs> then I will need to write some fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> is what will have to happen uh, <laughs> listen i don't i i'm using what little memory i have to hold on to big eddie
0: david i want you i want you to think about in D D every time that you throw a plot hook at us and we ignore it and then, what what's happening here, likely, with Big Eddie?
2: But I, no, the problem is, then I'll bring the plot hook back up, or, like, there are plot hooks you do take, and then I'll bring it back up sessions later, and you'll be like, what plot hook? What are you talking about? <laughs> Just make
1: Big Eddie a plot hook, and then we'll care. Exactly. <laughs> Big Eddie hey, I was think- actually David Robert Jones
2: the entire time. <laughs>
1: Big Eddie is actually the observers. (laughs)
2: Um, but uh, we get Uh, a line. They find a bug. We well, they find a bug, and we also get a line from Lincoln. I'd like to highlight as well, where Peter's going. Well, why the fuck do you care so much? And Lincoln's like, Well, she's my partner, you know. Because Lincoln's (laughs) had such a good track record with caring about his partner. Uh, I this knew is you actually, guys were gonna
0: shit on Lincoln for this.
2: This is
1: actually just a big way for Lincoln to gauge if Peter's into him, because he doesn't have a thing for his partner. He has a thing for his partner's partner.
2: Ah. Lincoln's laying the groundwork for when Olivia dies.
1: <laughs> One more for my collection.
2: Olivia the dies. And... Will, the harem will grow. <laughs> oh my, oh, so here's my, from this episode, I'm throwing out a called shot. Mm-hmm. Um, for then olivia dies but somehow ends up still having a child um henry and henry still exists by the end of of this and lincoln goes to peter goes you can't raise that child by yourself
1: (laughs) marry me (laughs)
0: David, I, I would also real quick. Um, is is that your called shot for Lincoln? Like, I, I want to know what's what's your called shot for Lincoln slash the Lincolns? I I, I want to know right now.
1: Oh, the Lincolns get together. No, the Lincolns, Do the Lincolns the get together. What's, what's
2: the called shot? The Lincolns both end up taking care of Olivia's child with Peter. <laughs> <laughs> he gets both <laughs> Olivia's pregnant.
0: All right, David. That's David has called, called shot. a shot. <laughs>
2: That is the role in this universe. <laughs> is to be a surrogate parent to Olivia's. Take children. care of
0: the take care of the children. Uh anyways, while that's all going on, um Peter finds a bug in the smoke detector. Um and it's not just any bug, it's got it's got a full camera and an SD card on it. It is a wireless
1: uh, closed circuit camera, which begs the question, why does it need an SD card?
2: It- it's which also insane. well, what also means that that was a fake fire detector. So if there was ever a fire, Olivia was fucked.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine.
1: And then she would look at the smoke detector and be like, "Why didn't this thing go off? It best it." Wait, there's a fucking camera in here.
0: <laughs> so, so the real question is, Olivia, I guess, never went to change the smoke alarms like batteries or anything. Like, Who you know, when
2: <laughs> it never, it never buzzed at her. Apparently. <laughs>
0: When, when the times change change your fire <laughs> change your smoke detector batteries or hey, at least even check better,
1: them don't light your house on fire fucking galaxy brain <laughs>
0: uh, that does also solve the problem mm-hmm. um,
1: but what hey if, um, what Peter's if you like, have seen, like a I've hot s- plate
2: or like a toaster in your basement and you're trying to make food but it keeps setting off the fire, i plug it what about that galaxy brain
1: David, we don't have time for us to get mad about this again yes <laughs> We we just don't.
0: I I concur.
2: What do you mean? This isn't from real life experience of a roommate? Not at all. All right.
0: Peter Peter pulls out the SD card and goes, I've got it. This will hold at least 60 minutes of footage, but I'm sure we can find more from it.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, it's 60 minutes of footage, but it overwrites itself. So, you know, we can just look through it because I will say it makes some sense. But
0: so there's some data recovery bullshit, but most of the data re- data recovery bullshit, when you write over something, especially multiple times, stuff becomes a lot harder.:
2: <laughs> Yeah, like also, the way they're doing it later is it's sort of like it's overwriting itself, and it's the same image. it's overwriting. So like I could buy that maybe you could do what they're doing.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. Eh. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. It's technically, um, it's
2: then just looking through the bits to see if they've ever listen, been changed. To like, eh, it gets. Fuzzy. Listen, it's fringe it
0: gets... science. It's fine. Shapeshifters.
1: Uh... Yeah. I mean, I will say modern day forensic data recovery is crazy.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't yes. be surprised if like the <laughs> like NSA or something could do this. Is what I would be saying. <laughs>
0: Um, anyways, let's let's go back over to um, the plot twist from last episode, um, where Olivia is in uh, is being held captive with um, a second Nina, um, the real Nina?
2: Question mark. Uh, I was instantly suspicious in this first <laughs> scene. Already was like, oh fuck, this isn't Nina. <laughs> like, no. wait, do you mean you were suspicious,
1: suspicious when in the show they bring up the plot point of? This Nina has been held here for a while, and so the Nina that visited Olivia must be a duplicate Nina, and that the Nina in this room is the real Nina.
2: Yes, well, I think they're trying. They let it. They let it loose pretty soon that that this is like a fake Nina um, in the episode. But I think the intention here was to imply that the Nina outside was the fake Nina, right? Yeah, they they,
1: they were trying yeah. to pull a double bluff yeah. that no one buys into.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Which um, like again? But anyways, all um, this David stuff would be so much better if they just stretch it out over more episodes. I come back to the like who's the shapeshifter decoding thing from season two. Same thing, be better. <laughs> Go back in time um, and fix the writing.
0: Anyways, David Robert Jones uh, comes in um, and is like, All right, Olivia, you already know what I want you to do, but I'm going to have to explain it anyways because well, I don't understand how you know knows. these things. Yeah.
2: He's like, All right, so here's a box full of lights. And Olivia's like, Yes, I know, we've done this already. And David Robert Jones is like, uh, No, we haven't. What the fuck is wrong with you?
1: She's like, Oh, I've also seen you die. And he's like, Someone else has said that to me and I don't like how it keeps happening. <laughs>
0: Can can we stop with that? It's it's not cool. Like I'm here.
2: One like, person telling oh, me well. they saw me die was weird, but two people now we're crossing a line. And he's like, "Oh well, yeah, I've been giving you headaches.
1: Yeah, get fucked." <laughs> this
0: is so just a, like grasp for power. Immediately <laughs> followed by Olivia just being like, "Nope, I I, I know more."
1: I mean, it, it is such a fucking power move to be like. He's like, "Oh, my grandiose plan." She's like, "I've seen you die." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> it kind of takes the wind <laughs> out of your sails when you start kind of buying more important into thing it. As
0: well, is it's not like I've seen you die, like I've seen a premonition or any or any bullshit like that. It's like, no, I saw a different version
2: of you die. And also, it's not even like vague. It's very specific. I saw you got cut in half by a portal. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not even just like, I saw you die. It's like I very specifically this was the date, this was the location, this is how you died. <laughs> Do you, do
0: you think that every time that like because David Robert Jones we know is like crossing back and forth between the universes using these portals? Um, do you think every time that he does now he's like terrified that it's going to just like <laughs> chop him in half? I would like find he like you. holds yeah. his breath as he's going through like oh god please not this time.
2: He tries to jump in every time, make sure that he's in it for as little as possible.
0: Just eh, jumps through. <laughs> oh. Anyways, um, torture. That's that's how we're gonna get Olivia to do this. Um, let's just yeah. torture Nina. Um, they start, um, by
2: injecting something into a robot arm, which is uh, also... they're, like, just
0: drilling into it. Um, yeah. and I guess she's got all the nerve endings because why, would, why would, have why would... a robot arm that can feel all the pain instead of just you being able to, you know, turn off the pain with your mind when it gets a little bit too severe.
2: Like I understand, I understand the, the, need... the point of
0: having sensation, but... Yes,
2: there's a definitely a need for that because what if you accidentally break it and then you don't know, right? But still like
0: but there is no reason to program excruciating pain into your robot
2: arm <laughs> you should yeah, never even... be sending you that many pain receptors yeah. like...
1: just put the threshold at like ooh, ow someone is like pressing real hard on my bicep
0: um and and hey as we then learn later yeah no that probably actually wasn't hurting Nina uh... but hey <laughs> this... we also
1: learn torture of loved ones works thanks Gitmo <laughs> Olivia agrees to cooperate <laughs> with <Dan laughs> Taylor <Robert Jones. laughs> Uh-oh. Listen, I don't see any cameras anywhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think that is a major ah. sticking point of why Gitmo continues to operate. If there's no cameras. <laughs> is it bad
0: that what I've said is just true in both reality and the fringe universe? <laughs> yes. Uh,
2: I listened to a very interesting um, podcast miniseries where a reporter found out that the only other person in America that shared his exact name was a person being held in gitmo <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so he decided to do like an investigation to find out about what they were doing or like why he was there and it's vague but he's probably being held he was probably being held under false pretenses and he wasn't actually a terrorist but the only way to get released from Gitmo is to admit that you are a terrorist and then a board of weird people will say, okay, they seem remorseful. I guess they can go free and we'll stop torturing them. Yeah. Jesus
1: Christ. No, it's, it's wild what you can put people. And like, this is going to sound horrible. On some level, I understand the reasoning behind it where it's you're never going to gather the evidence required for a military or civilian tribunal. To be like this person is planning a terrorist attack,
2: Mm. especially when they're not an American citizen or even an American national. Like they're a person in a foreign country.
1: Yeah, but also like, hey, don't fucking go around human rights, maybe America. There, I told them that solves this. (laughs) That'll get them to stop. (laughs) You hear that, Joe Biden? (laughs) This podcast host says, no, no, what you're doing is bad.
2: A random Canadian podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who looks a lot like some of the people at Gitmo. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, right that, 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 that
0: beard and that hair, it's getting too long.
1: The fucking, you know what the first thing my sister said to me after I grew my beard out? She's like, what? oh, you're pl- not planning on flying anywhere for a while then. A, Osama. <laughs>
2: I mean, it's true. If you are planning to fly anywhere, I would shave if I were you. <laughs> uh, At least trim it down.
0: <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, can I can I request that if you do shave the like beard, can you do the same mustache that I did for like just just the photo of it? Oh yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah. Then good, then you can good. fly places, but you just can't go near schools. Exactly. <laughs> That's kind of awkward, because I live across the street from <laughs> one.
0: So, so, Charlie, you should shave, and then you should just start, like, hanging out, just, like, at, at the front of your street every once in a while, just, like, oh, leaning no. up against, like, a signpost or something. Oh, no.
1: And, and just keep going, all right, all right, all right.
0: Oh, no. Shoot some finger guns towards the school um, whenever anyone, <laughs> like, leaves.
1: Well, you know, you know the Matthew McConaughey quote I'm referencing, right?
0: Uh, I do not
1: <laughs> It's it's this coming of age movie But Matthew McConaughey is in it For whatever fucking reason Playing
2: and like he, a 30 year old as Yeah well. he's playing like, like he's a 30 even... year
1: old Who hangs out with all these young kids And like buys a beer And the quote of the movie is That's the thing I love about high school girls man They keep getting I keep getting older but they stay the same age You're e- like You're like ha 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 Wait a fucking second
2: <laughs> e- <laughs> I don't, I don't, I wasn't even like, ha ha ha. I think my first line was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait a fucking minute.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, guys, let's, 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 more on track now. Let's get back well, into yeah. the observers here.
1: Well, no, it's also immediately revealed that, oh no, sorry, I am skipping a scene. No, it's not.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. We just get Nina torture, um, yep. followed by the observers having a meeting. And us. I guess for the first time, is this the first time ever that we actually get September, like the name? Uh, <laughs> yes. I
1: think so, yeah.
2: This is the first actual in-episode mention of his name. Yep, sorry, David. But hey, look, it's September. Uh... I mean, we got the names of the other, like we got December, we got like, I think it was October or something. Like we've gotten names we get... from other observers already. Yeah. In the when Maybe the observer August died episode. Yes, yeah. August. Yeah, yeah, we got August as well. We just never knew what our yeah. Observer's name was. Um, but yeah,
0: no. Um, yeah, our Observer is September, and uh, the rest of the Observers don't like him very much, it turns out, anymore. Um, well, no, he's fucking with f- up. He's not <laughs> he's observing <fucked> anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked up multiple times.
1: He's an Observer wow. as much as the Watcher from Marvel actually just watches.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what if the Watcher... Didn't watch. Ooh. <laughs> that was a good like, last "You mean episode. the
1: last, the last twenty years of comics involving the Watcher?"
2: <laughs> ah. That was a good last episode of What If, though. To be fair, mm-hmm. I quite liked it. I, I think What If I do need to good. watch
0: those. Uh. There,
2: there was one episode that was supposed to come out this season that ended up getting pushed as well to mm-hmm. next season, but they're in the finale, like just <laughs> the characters. Oh
1: yeah, that was weird. Yeah, because the cutting to that, I was like. Up
2: wait a minute it's like i need you and it's like the person we've never seen before but episode got pushed
0: (laughs) (laughs) well we'll see it next season i'm sure i have not seen it so please do not spoil i've not seen like the second half of uh what if yet so Mm -hmm. do not spoil um but yeah let's go back to um nina interrogation but this
2: time the legal one um uh, they're I holding Nina in a holding cell. Broyles comes in and is like, "Nina, what the fuck? We fucked so many times. How could you fuck me like this?"
1: <laughs> this isn't how I like to get fucked, and you should know <laughs> that because you know how I like to get <laughs> The um, other agent in the room is just like, "Are we? Are any of us well, allowed was, to be here now?" <laughs> I, I, I was expecting
0: I was expecting because Broyles comes in like super super commanding, um, and is like, "All right, Nina, sit sit down." And you see Nina, I guess, just go like, okay. Like, it's like, okay, Philip. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, oh no, what she wants to be saying there is okay, daddy. Uh,
2: (laughs) No, Nina's definitely the dom in the relationship.
0: (laughs) Uh, Broils is pretending otherwise right here, at
1: least.
2: Yeah, that's why Nina's so taken aback. (laughs) That's fair.
1: (laughs) That's what makes it more fun later for Nina.
2: That's also fair. Uh, (laughs) Um... But yeah, they go through the interrogation process where eventually they're asking you questions. They're like, hey, so it says here in the records that this facility that you said you were in only le- yesterday for the first time in like forever has been accessed twice in the past month. We have signed affidavits from people saying they, they fucking saw you at the facility as well. And you're just like, I, well, shapeshifters, it has to be shapeshifters. And then Barless Couldn't have like, been hey, me. Bro, do like, me. no, shapeshifters can only transform when they kill, as I said last episode. <laughs> so you would be dead if it was shapeshifters. And Nina's like, uh. Oh, Sounds logic. Going on. I see what's going on. You are. You're just trying to convict me now. So now I want my lawyer.
1: Bros goes. At which Patriot Act? You don't have rights anymore. Pew pew. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Nina then goes, "I work for a multi-billion-dollar corporation." fuck you, I still have rights.
0: <laughs> you, if you try and disappear me, bad things are going to happen. Very, very bad things.
1: Bro's is like, I'll just tell everyone we're away for a romantic getaway. They, <laughs> Everyone knows we're fucking.
2: <laughs> and then the agent goes, uh, I didn't know. The agent is also Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but now we, now we have to address Lincoln. Ugh. <laughs> I like pretend he was just a faceless figure.
0: Anyways, let's let's go back to now. We can discuss briefly um, the data recovery that is going on here. Uh, Wait, no,
1: we're talking about Walter making fairy bread.
0: There, there is also Walter making fairy bread.
2: Yep, using Which, butter and uh, sprinkles as well. Yes,
1: he's making fairy bread.
2: Isn't Delicious. it usually with marmite?
1: I don't know. I'm not Australian.
2: Yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was marmite for fairy bread. Marmite and hundreds of thousands if you're doing the proper terminology. <laughs>
0: um Oh, have I know you the, seen those? I know super... the Dutch as well have a breakfast sprinkles thing, which is like a chocolate sprinkles that you just like sprinkle on like toast and things. Hmm. Uh, I, th-
2: I don't like sprinkles normally. I can't imagine eating them for breakfast.
0: It's literally yeah. like a bre- like it's it's they it's the, like a breakfast spread. The the Dutch store in Guelph sells them, and I'm always confused. I like look and I'm like, really?
1: <laughs> Have you seen the absolutely depressing TikTok videos where it's this Australian mom being like, Oh, I'm making my son like a special snack and like making fairy toast and gotta make him juice, gotta make it minion theme because it he'll only drink minion juice and sh- just yellow food coloring, and it's like this nice plate. She brings it up to him and you're expecting to open the door and it to be like a six or seven year old boy, like playing with toys. No, it's like a 16 year old kid playing video games on his computer. And ah. just so sad. And I feel so bad for that mother.
2: I can only hope that that is satire.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows?
2: That, well, that's the problem with the internet is any instance of satire is going to be taken seriously. Which is why I feel the need to always do disclaimers when we start going off, <laughs> just because it's again. Yeah. No, we don't. David, we just need we just need a beliefs.
0: disclaimer sound so that like we can go off and talk about things. And then in post, there's just like a like a beep, and it's like, oh yeah, anything following this beep for this amount of time. Uh...
1: No, but you, you, will you hear can't do sad that
2: because people still read the onion and think it's real. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's absolutely
1: yeah. my favorite thing, though.
2: Like, people still read the Onion articles, and they go, wow, what a nonsense news article. Fake news. It's like, yes, that is correct. What do you mean
1: an abortion <laughs> plex has opened up in Ohio?
2: <laughs> it's like, correct, this is fake news. This is satire. <laughs> Good job. Ugh. Um. Anyways, they are
0: figuring out if they can uh, get a better image. Um. Yeah. And after doing a little bit of looking, they are able to get Olivia, which is great uh and i think that's it for this part here we don't actually get to see the dude they they just
1: they just see a partially recovered image of olivia but it gives them hope that they can find more
2: yep and it's walter just shitting all down peter's throat the entire time (laughs) (laughs) it's like you're a dumb piece of shit you're an idiot this is all your fault (laughs) olivia would be fine if it wasn't for you And then he's like, if you're doing useless work, that's not going to help at all. Oh, wait, is it working? Wait, no, here, do this. (laughs)
0: Um, And then we cut back to um, Mama Torture Time, uh, where...
2: They hang her Uh, on, like, a gurney outside. No, no, that's a Uh, a
0: spring mattress. It's like bed springs. Okay. Sorry?
1: Yeah, that's that's a box spring without the box.
2: And then they attach, yes. like, wires to her and a car battery, and it's very much, like, fucking hip, and like, fucking <laughs> just redneck torture machine. That's
1: fairly common torture.
2: Um, And Olivia's like, okay, I'm trying, I'm trying. I can't do it. I'm, I'm too tired. Like, listen, I-, I can't do this right now. I'm way too tired. Like, I don't have the energy. And David Robert Jones kind of goes, all right, Fine. <laughs> fine
1: okay i'll get follow your request no reason
2: very well do you want some coffee (laughs) will that help you have
0: you have a one hour to rest and then i'll be back to torture your mom some more
1: with some ham and cheese sandwiches do you like ranch with your carrots or blue cheese
2: crust or no crust
1: diagonal or horizontal cut
2: i just i don't understand the power dynamic here like (laughs) it just seems like david robert jones isn't pushing hard enough like at all
0: it's it it certainly is a thing um (laughs) i just like do this thing
1: or we'll torture her more i can't do the thing okay we'll try again later
0: (laughs) all right torture (laughs) take take a break champ we'll try again in 15 uh
2: do you want some orange slices
1: (laughs) your blood sugar might be low uh all
0: right let's 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 hop back to the lab um where uh they do do a little bit more data recovery and bam they're able to get an image
2: yeah they find the image of a dude setting up the camera or looking directly into the camera but it's like that dude's face and is like, okay, yeah, if you can get me uh, a, like image of that, I'll run it through our facial recognition. We'll get Interval to also use their database. Um, and... Yep. Uh, I would actually like to point out this, this uh, scene, like that specific
0: image that we're getting there, um, is something from a previous episode when Olivia gets drugged in her apartment and the guy goes, man, she's going to wake up with one hell of a headache. And he stares up at the camera in the, uh, like he stares mm-hmm. up at the uh, smoke, smoke detector. In that episode.
1: yeah, And Peter, they uh, clean up the image and it's like, my god, it's David Robert Jones. But it isn't. But it isn't. Well, he assumes it's David Robert Jones. Because he's well, the only see, one. Um, well, no. The they're immediately distracted.
0: Robert. They they get the image and they're immediately distracted by a fucking observer appearing no, no, no,
1: no, in no, the no. lab with them. Peter, Peter's like, Jones was the one who was dors- dosing um, Olivia with uh fan well, no, in my so, timeline. Yeah.
2: Yes, but then so Nina's the one who they think is dosing Olivia now. So they yeah. think this seems very similar to what Robert Jones was doing in my universe because he was the only one who knew about the Cortex event trials and cared enough to get to activate Olivia. So by that theory, it's the assumption that Nina's working for Robert Jones.
1: Yes. Yeah. And he's like maybe they're trying to activate Olivia and everyone's like, Who is this bald bleeding man in my office? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, I love how he's just, like, casually leaning up against, like, a piece of lab equipment. It just kind of goes, yes, like, just inserts himself into the conversation. Like, it's great.
2: Like, yes, it is David Robert Jones. I'm dying. I've been here for a <laughs> while. I've
0: just been quiet.
2: <laughs> Everyone freaks the fuck out. They instantly drag him on to, like, the medical bed and try to start treating him. And Walter's like, nah, this guy's gone. Like, there's nothing we can uh, do.
0: Does he have lungs? Maybe. Um... <laughs> David, was like, would David just that he has lungs ally. in our universe, in my universe?
1: David, would you say that the bald ally of Team Bishop collapses to the floor, weak and oh fading? He can't answer any of oh Peter's questions God. about Jones. Just that Olivia needs
2: him. I'm gonna go to the Internet Archive and request him to delete their archive. Of <laughs>
1: no, don't
2: don't take away my Fringepedia. <laughs> like absolute nonsense. Um, so they start trying to, like, get him back to health so they can interrogate him, ask him questions, um, and they come to the conclusion that, okay, he's not gonna get better, he's basically dead, but he still has brain activity. We should kill him. (laughs) Time for Uh... a callback to previous seasons and a mind meld. Yay! Um,
0: but in the meantime, let's also just briefly look at, uh, Nina lawyering up, uh, and, uh, other Nina, um, actually discussing with Olivia what's going on. Yes. Yeah.
2: So they bring Nina back into Olivia's chamber or cell and they're discussing <laughs> chamber. some stuff. And Olivia is like, okay, so, um, I totally and, uh, trust you 100%, but I'm having some memory issues about the shared memories that only we would know about. So please tell me about these memories I have. But I can't remember it, I swear. I can't remember anything. So I can't doesn't... remember
0: any of it. So, so you feel free to make it up if you'd like to. So you know, uh, I guess, this up some
2: shit? <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah,
0: so this is like one of the first times in it feels like an Olive Fringe where someone has properly, like, played, like, into the hands, or, like, actually been able to, like, properly go, yeah, no, this person's an imposter in, like, any way, shape, or form. Like, shapeshifter or or otherwise. Uh.
1: Yeah, Yeah. shapeshifter, double agent, and go, hey, help me out here, friendo. Help me out here. Because Nina
2: fully goes into the, like, Olivia does some excellent cold reading, like, bullshit here, where she feeds Nina some stuff, and is like, yeah, "Yeah, I sort of remember this, and Nina's like, yeah, yeah, that's what happened, totally, Yeah. (laughs) Um, and yeah, we get we get a heartwarming
0: story of, you know, the like when Olivia first came and lived with Nina, you know, as we all like
2: was like, yeah, you were so scared. And and Olivia's like, yeah, yeah, I was. And then I remember you tucked me in that night and you told me to call you uh, not to call you Miss Sharp. And he was like, yeah, because, you know, I told you that we were family now and you should just call me Nina. And Olivia's like, yep, that's what happened. even though in reality that's not what happened at all and nina was like no call me miss sharp until you're an adult
1: (laughs) i'm not your fucking mom um
0: at which point Olivia's also like yeah like it's really good to know these things but i don't think this is gonna work all the times in the past i needed peter to be able to like activate all my abilities um they're all fear-based so i need peter to be in danger and olivia's like I, I think we can do that. Oh, God, my kidneys. Ow.
2: <laughs> I'm in so much pain suddenly dying. Please get me help. <laughs> and Olivia calls for help. The goons come in, and Nina's, or Olivia's like, Yeah, if Nina dies, then you have no leverage over me, and I won't do what you say. So the guys are like, All right, get the gurney. And they load her out there. And then later on in the hallway, we see Nina just sitting up and explaining <laughs> that, Hey, she's, she needs Peter, apparently.
0: Yep. Let's let's go get Peter. Um That'll, that'll work great.
2: <laughs> Which is the reveal that this is not our Nina. This is the imposter Nina. Which would also explain why people saw her arriving at that uh, location elsewhere and also why she was able to get into it. So this um. is
1: Neen not? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Neen B <laughs>
0: yeah. Well no Th- then what's the one that's currently in the uh, that's currently in the interrogation room? Nina. Just a Nina. Nina.
1: Nina. Nina. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nina <laughs> and Nina. B. Yeah.
2: I don't see what you don't understand about this. This is like Olivia and fo Olivia or Bo Olivia. Nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure it's just two shapeshifters, both of which are Nina
2: right now.
1: Two shapeshifters <laughs> in a trench coat. Yes. Huh.
2: What happened to the shapeshifters? Aren't they still around there somewhere?
1: Oh, yeah. Just
2: doing stuff? Don't worry about it. David,
1: shapeshifters.
0: Shapeshifters.
1: Ignore the shapeshifters. They come and go when they play. It's
2: a Uh, shame the rating has dropped off so much in this season. (laughs)
0: Uh, Anyways, uh, mind melt time. Um...
2: Yep. Peter goes Let's into the mind of up. the observer and he sees the beginning of the universe, apparently, because the observer's just chilling out in like a future uh, yeah, space his, station or something.
1: His mindscape is a box viewing the origins of the universe. Yep. Which is actually that's, a really that's pretty cool fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I assume the observers probably have more power over setting up their mindscape, so this is like a conscious decision on his t- or yeah. on his uh On his
1: side, he also seems to be special in that, like, he has more emotion than your average observer. Like, Mm -hmm. because they've explained the outliers as, like, the guy who gave a woman Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this one, so it, I think he even comments that it's beautiful.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he so it's it's, like it's he, a he seems to, last sight or something. Yeah, he I think seems, he's aware he's gonna die. Yeah, he seems to be the an anomaly. Of all in that
0: things the perfect thing, perfect thing for the end of my day is. Yeah, so he seems um. to be
1: an anomaly in the fact that like he enjoys the shit he observes. Is, observes it's not just for make note of this thing.
2: Now we get his sort of backstory here, where he explains how he fucked up really badly, causing peter to uh, get taken over to the other universe and then he had to save their lives from falling to raiden lake so he would survive but then peter ends up having a child with the wrong olivia which just fucks up the entire timeline (laughs) and he's like yeah Uh, and i fucked up real bad but you know we used to be human but we evolved yeah i was gonna say also we got some uh, yeah
0: we got some backstory on the observers in here as well
2: and (laughs) we get essentially that they're scientific tourists basically that they're using technology to go in the past to observe previous events um and they're the their names are really just designations for their scientific observations team yeah yep which is they're essentially like the ultimate archaeologists right like that's what they they are
1: yeah definitely uh, are you happy with this explanation of observers david
2: um uh, or, I would be or do happy you want to know it? more? What about I, those
0: Observer children?
2: I would be happy with it if it came sooner. But <laughs> now that it's getting revealed here in Season 4, and they've already confirmed that aliens exist as well <laughs> in the universe, so it's like, why can't they just be aliens? Why do they have to still be humans? Is that because they look like humans, but they could just be looking like this? You know, technology and shapeshifters exist, so whatever. I'm not, like super this seems like the laziest answer to what the observers are is what yeah. I'll say yeah like it's very much like a first draft but that's whatever. fair that's fair Um, unless um, it gets revealed yeah, later get... on that they're all like space cops or something
0: <laughs> oh yeah no they're, they're actually all just Robocop literally every single one of them wait they're are you like, saying uh...
2: <laughs> that the hit
1: movie Space Cop by Red Letter Media is actually a part of the Fringe Universe <laughs>
2: That or they found a Green Lantern comic and they're like, we should be that.
1: <laughs> David,
0: aren't you so excited for season five where it's revealed that all of the observers are just RoboCop and they just have to battle them?
2: If season five is time travel shenanigans of the observers and it's like Peter being inducted into being an observer space cop, I'm going to quit the show? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that
0: would be that would be amazing that's for
2: sure because that would be a left turn oh my god there's like rogue observers and they have to track them down and you're oh, explaining god. the plot
1: of the loki show yep basically <laughs> it's the tva you're explaining the tva
2: that's why yeah, you've... Would... that's why i would quit the show
1: because <laughs> it's already been written several times
2: uh, that are just legends of tomorrow that <laughs> anyways um
0: anyways uh the observer continues to go like yeah no you you're fucked up um also when you stepped into that machine and made the sacrifice um your your child also died at which point Peter's like wait i had a child uh <laughs> yeah they <laughs>
2: Peter's like well, oh shit I kind of want up. this
0: back how do I get back there and he's like you gotta go home <laughs> it's like yes but how do I get to Olivia just go home
2: <laughs> Peter's like you're not telling me what I need to know and then he gets blasted out of his mind he so wakes Tever's up so
1: like oh fuck there's other people in my brain
2: <laughs> get out of, get out get out they can't know you're here Yep. The like, they're coming for me Peter wakes up and then Astrid and Walter are like, well, did you learn where Olivia is? And Peter's like, no, I fucking did it. This useless. <laughs> and they turn to look at him and he's gone.
1: <gasps> well, he vanishes. They see him vanish. Yeah. And Le- Lee's like, what just happened? And they're like, fringe shit, Lincoln, pay attention. Get with the fucking program. <laughs> You've been here for how many weeks now? Why don't you go take care of your dead partner's kids? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm trying. That's why I'm not here as often. Uh,
0: but anyways, they, um, you know, they continue to try and get some more info from uh, from Peter about this. But he's like, hey, uh, you know what? All he said was that I had to go home. Uh, maybe he meant literally this time. I'm gonna go home. Maybe for some reason they're just like keeping her in my basement. I don't know. It'd be kind of weird. But I'll go ha- check it out. I do have uh, a really
2: nice basement, and there are prisoner hooks already set up. I mean, what? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> um, they also did run the facial recognition on that person they got the camera of and they learned that he died two years ago. So there's the assumption that he's the alternate version of himself, because David Robert Jones is able to freely transport between us. That gets brought yep. up as well. But uh yeah, Peter goes home um and he instantly gets knocked out by a strange man by a strange man waiting for him.
1: His name is Spidey. Wow. Oh, that's a, I I a I don't name. know when we when we learned that. We but his, his name is Leland Spivey.
2: That sounds like a typo. <laughs> nope, that's his name. Uh, anyways, what should his name be? Uh, He's kind
1: of a spy. Spivey.
2: <laughs> He's spy number five. So, spy V. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Good that Roman New right. World joke, uh, David. <laughs> Um, let's cut back to Olivia now, um, who, um, David Robert Jones brings back, um, the light box and is like, all right, time to try again. I got your bomb hooked up over there. Also,
2: someone else is here to say hello. Look, it's Peter. Now I'm going to torture what's behind, him too. I'm going to torture what's both of What's behind door you. number one? <laughs> you keep telling me you've seen me die. That's fucked up, guys it's fucked up now i'm gonna kill him in front of you
0: unless you do this
1: who do you want to see die a your fake i mean real mom or b your boyfriend Kinda. or b
0: this man who's from a different universe and is telling me lies and i really want to kill him just say b
2: and olivia's like haha you fall in from my trap x-men powers activate
0: <laughs> yep the light box certainly glows
1: you fool remember what i said i've seen you die this time i meant i'm going to see you die
2: with my telekinesis and olivia causes a bunch of the electri- electrical like uh, machinery to malfunction or explode and, and spivey fucking dies yeah <laughs> spivey olivia- fucking
0: get- gets electrocuted
2: olivia kills a man of her mind and doesn't fucking care <laughs>
1: You held what a knife Olivia's... up to Peter's neck. I'll fucking murder you with electricity.
2: What is Char- Olivia's kill count at this point?
1: A lot.
2: Because it's Many. pretty high, right? Uh,
1: which, which Olivia? Just all Are...
2: Olivia's.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Insurmountable. Un- unknown uh... because, I mean, people in Amber aren't technically dead.
2: They, they aren't dead at all. We learned. We uh, no, I, I disagree,
1: David. That the, uni- the, the red
0: universe has officially declared them dead. Therefore, they are dead, even they're if they are not actually dead.
2: dead. Legally dead is not the same as dead. Really? Yeah. Where do where you pull pe- that
1: from, David? All those people
2: in Gitmo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, they're just legally oh, no. not people. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> they're, they're, they're not legally dead. They're just something else. <laughs> They were never alive to begin with. Uh. Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's not no <laughs> Anyways,
0: Olivia gets out, um, goes and frees Peter. Um
2: Olivia then also goes, Hey Nina, I fucking fucking got you. You're not Nina Yeah, I
0: fucking knew Um, though before then we do have uh we do also have uh Olivia have a seizure. Um yes. Peter um, have to knock a guy out. Olivia then grabs the gun after immediately recovering, I guess, from her seizure and pointing it at them. Um at which point Peter's like, good, you've got a gun. Alright, let's go. He's like uh, nice
1: shot, and she's like, I shot a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was still seizing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um they chase uh Nina and Jones um they eventually we see nina activate the uh, sort of portal to go to the universe nina escapes through jones decides to stop a little bit and fucking gloat uh, and Olivia like, he does. stop or i'll shoot you and jones <laughs> is like you're an idiot it starts to walk away <laughs> olivia shoots him in the chest jones is like Not, huh. no the neck the neck. no
0: that that's straight through the neck
2: and jones is like ha ha bullets have no effect on me because I've been reassembled at the the atom atomic level. Okay?
1: (laughs) He's like, my molecules are unstable, motherfucker. She's like, that doesn't sound like a brag. (laughs)
2: Like... I would
0: also like to point out that, um, yeah, no, there, there's there's, definitely some insane shit happening there. Because I'm pretty sure with the way that um, Olivia shot him, that was definitely meant to just paralyze the shit out of him. Like, that was straight through the spinal cord, right? I, no, that, that no, high that, was up, a, that kills you. That's
2: a kill shot. That's Fred. fair. that does just kill you. Uh, that
1: severs the brainstem. You are dead.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that was a full-on kill shot. Which we know Olivia is very much capable of pulling off instantly.
1: So hang on, uh, would this Olivia now have the memories of three Olivias?
2: Yes, technically yes, or
1: maybe four. If she also four,
0: I would say four. Yeah, if she also had, uh...
1: if they also did the memory transplant thing in this timeline. In
2: this... Oh my god, you're right. So she has
1: she has memories I... of of timeline two Olivia, timeline two faux Olivia, prime timeline Olivia, and prime timeline faux <laughs> Olivia.
2: No wonder she's unstable.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: No wonder, no wonder she's, she just
0: had a seizure.
1: <laughs> See, that uh. would be something that's cool is they... Give Olivia D.I.D. Is, is the end result of this suggestion. Do a little arc where she, like, loses control of her memories and keeps switching. I mean, switching.
2: That's s- sort of what's happening in this arc.
0: Yeah.
1: No, but I mean, like, worse.
2: Yeah. But, uh, so Jones gets away... And then Olivia and Peter have a sad walk where they're like, ah, oh, you got away. Now what do we do? And Peter's like, well, I don't know what we need to do, but I know what I need to do. I need to stop talking to you because I'm imprinting my memories on you. And Olivia's like, that's that's not, it's, no. We no. talked and,
1: about this last week.
2: And Peter's like, nope, Talk, fuck off. And then runs away. And by last Talk week, I this. mean I've yesterday. Called, I've
0: called the EMTs. They're going to take care of you. Later. Peace! Good luck Beige. with
1: your
2: seizures! And he runs off into some smoke.
1: Hope one doesn't come up in this cold weather while you're alone.
2: <laughs> uh, um,
1: and yeah, that's the end of our episode. This is Peter being just a dick to this Olivia. Uh... Ironically, the glyph for this episode is unite.
2: <laughs> Which is not what's <laughs> happening.
1: And Oof, the observer boy. was shot and we saw his bare, smooth, smooth chest gross yeah.
2: <laughs> yep
0: uh also other observers um they were just kind of everywhere
2: yeah yep plenty of observers um what is the next episode clue
0: all right david not gonna lie to you um there isn't one th- there isn't one however excellent uh, i am going to make a cold shot right now oh
2: my uh, God. Do you know at the end of the last episode when we saw Nina get kidnapped? It was <laughs> that was a, a clue that hint. Nina
1: was going to be cl- kidnapped in this episode.
2: Very subtle hint.
0: No, I'm I'm instead going to go with at the start of last episode when Olivia and Peter are uh, discussing um, the events that had transpired of Olivia like just, just planting that big old kiss on him. You know, as Fringepedia likes to make sure we remember. Um... When they're discussing that, uh, there is a book in the background, um, which just has the title of Wisdom, uh, which brings around uh, the wisdom that we see Olivia sort of like bring out in this episode um, when she's able to figure out um, the fake Nina that we see here.
1: Ooh. Eh.
0: Listen, I I legitimately spotted it in the last episode, and I was like, wisdom, I wonder if that's going to mean anything. So I'm going to bring it up now, because
2: I can't. The real next
1: episode clue is, do you remember earlier this season where we saw the Observer be shot? That's (laughs) that's foreshadowing that the Observer got shot.
2: Yeah, and it's not the episode directly before it, because the Observers don't experience time linearly. (laughs)
1: This is the next episode for that Observer. (laughs) Bam.
2: Fucking garbage. Hey
1: David, what's the mailbag? (laughs) hey david what's your episode rating
2: um episode ratings okay let me talk through this because (laughs) every time last time happens again (laughs) um so overall pretty good plotting general plot at least we're getting like actual story now with the and everything seems to be called something more serious and more important which is what i like when it fringe actually does the character stuff was pretty good as well. Olivia does a good job. Olivia does her job and is very good at it. Actually manages to trick fake Nina. Um, fringe elements here. Nothing really new sort of in the fringe element per department because it's all re-emphasizing things we've seen in previous episodes. David Robert Jones is always great to see. Um, probably a four for me, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Nick? Um, yeah, no, I
0: am somewhere in the three and a half to four range myself, um, overall decent episode, um, nothing in, like, super spectacular, the Observer, like, learning more about the Observer's backstory was, like, fun, um, definitely agree that it's a bit late, uh, uh, especially for what we're getting, but was definitely, like, interesting to get that, um, but at the end of the day, I I don't know, pacing felt a bit weird this episode, um, which is a little bit of why I have it somewhere between a three and a half and a four. But overall, solid episode. Um, what about you, Charlie?
1: Yeah, I'll give this a four. We get a nice big lore dump for the Observers, which we have been waiting four and a half seasons for at this point. Um, Fun episode, we get, hey, Olivia has her psychic powers back, which we've been missing for a while. Yeah, no, this is, a, this is a four. This is a fun episode. I like it. The pacing is a little bit weird, but not enough to make me go, hmm, don't really like this one.
2: Yeah, I liked yeah. it. All right, David. It is time. All right. That will bring us to our outro. Nick did a pretty standard intro, so I'll do a pretty standard outro. Thank you all so <laughs> much for listening. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of Four Seasons and a Funeral. If you did, feel free to give us a like or a review on your podcasting service of choice, be that Google Play, iTunes, or Spotify, as well as all of the other many podcasting services that are available. If you want to reach out to us, you can always contact us through Twitter at Forsaf, that's F-O-U-R-S-A-A-F, or you can send us an email at forsaf at gmail.com, spelled the same way. Thank you all so much for listening. Outro the theme music for four seasons and a funeral is algorithms by chad crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 creative commons license